Hey everyone, and welcome to season two of Death in Cambodia, Life in America, a podcast where I sit down with my father, Robert Chow, a survivor of one of the biggest genocides in modern history, the Khmer Rouge. He escaped to America with 10 bucks in his pocket and built a distributing company, one of the largest donut distributors in the U.S. How exactly did a poor, starving boy from Cambodia build an empire and achieve his American dream? I'm Dorothy, his daughter, and your host for today's episode. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Death in Cambodia, Life in America. You guys don't realize how much fun I have with these intros. I kind of pretend that I'm like the host of a talk show, whatever, gaming, uh, who wants to be a millionaire. And for a second there, I'm just like, hello, everybody. (laughs) Uh, Welcome back, guys. Another episode of Death in Cambodia, Life in America. Last episode, we left off with Robert basically talking about him scaling all of Highway 99. And he also talked a little bit about the sacrifices that he had to make in order to do that for the family and how he basically felt about leaving the family six to eight months at a time and how he started to see the detriment of that starting to notice that his kids are not noticing him or recognizing him because he's just gone so often. You know, he's never really home. And I think this season is going to dive into that a whole lot more as we follow along his journey. Um, But he is in Bakersfield and he is not going to stop. Let's see what happens next. Bakersfield. So you're in Bakersfield and... uh... You said you moved on to... Fresno. Fresno. Yes. How many shops did you build there? Fresno, we have five stores. So you had Bakersfield, how many stores? Bakersfield, I have uh, three. Okay. Bakersfield, you had three, and then you had another five in Fresno. In Fresno. Did the same thing, you just kept did going. Did the same thing, kept going, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, in Fresno, it's a little... Uh, uh, the town is pretty, pretty good size. The population is more than way more than Bakersfield. Mm. That's why you're able to put five. Actually, you can even put ten, but it's at that time it really depends. And uh, in Fresno, I'm not built all the store. You know, three store I bought it the existing store. Pre-existing. Yes. Okay. Yes. So and then I, I running the uh, catering truck too because you know in Bakersfield you have a lot of a lot of in the, a lot of uh, manufacture a lot of warehouse. So where then, did you get the idea of a catering truck? I got a uh, one truck that stopped by and get the donut shop every morning, and then you know and uh, I said wow, they do need more than. One because it's wide open because you know they cannot serve and then uh, this uh, guy said hey you should get into this thing here maybe invest some uh, you know 
uh, at that time, it's only twenty thousand dollar, fifteen to twenty thousand dollar per truck. So this catering truck offered donuts. Uh, oh yeah, catering truck in the morning because you know they drive to uh, to the warehouse to where, where the worker is, you know, just like. And you offer donuts, so you operated a donut food truck. Uh, one guy operated a food truck and pick up the donut from us every morning. I one see. of the location, I see, and then he. Keep telling me, they said you should just go and because we need more truck than just you know a One, few. Yeah, and then then yeah, I did. I own eighteen catering truck. Eighteen catering yeah. trucks. Yeah, but you know, and then what I do, I lease the truck instead. It's just the same cons, the same method that I lease the donut shop. Just do the same way. So you own the truck. They come here. They have to buy donuts from us. They have to buy pastry. All the pastry have to buy from us because you're because I own the truck. Yes, I mean, well, in the con, and so. listen to you, and then you have to buy all the pastry, and then I just lease the truck to you. So 18. I think you know, wow, that's yeah, that's quite a bit. That's quite a bit. Yes. So uh, that's why I'm staying Fresno almost two years. So you're in Fresno, and um, you have 18 catering trucks on top of all the shops. I could only imagine how many headaches you would have in a day. Are you still sleeping two hours a day? Yeah, I think you know. It just I was young, healthy, and uh, exciting. Still exciting. Still chasing my American dream. Where did you go next? Go next is go to Elgro. Elgro oh, is close. Way. In yeah, Sacramento. That's pretty close, yes. Uh, so uh, uh, we have one in Madeira. Uh, Madeira is probably halfway to Sacramento, I mm -hmm. think, you know. And uh, Adwater, mm -hmm. Adwater, Madeira, Elgro, and then Sacramento. That's all of Northern California. All Northern California is close to Highway 99. That's what was the uh, plan. Staying on 99. You didn't go west to build towards... you. So all these cities, for people who don't know Northern California, these are all east of what you would call the Bay Area. So you didn't build any of those stores. You were only along 99. On 99 for, right. for, for now. For, for now. For now. For now. Okay. Up until, up until to uh, South Lake Tahoe. We have four stores in South Lake Tahoe. It's in Harris Casino. So I'm doing a count here. We've got five in Fresno. Then you had Madeira, uh, the uh, Atwater, Elgro two. That's four. So Madeira, you had one. Madeira one. Atwater had one. Had one. And the uh, Elgro had two. And then South Lake Tahoe had four. So how old are you now? Thirty. I oh my god. Probably close to 30, 30, 31. That's probably, the, yeah. That's about 10 years. No, less than that. Less than that. That probably seven? is that seven, six, seven, seven years. Seven yeah. years. Yeah, didn't really well. Very happy. Seven years and you climbed all throughout California. So uh, after you made it all the way up, you ended up in South Lake Tahoe from what I believe, right? Yeah, I'm in, up in South Lake Tahoe. Uh, we operate four locations, three outside our Harris Casino. They, they have 
a few big casinos in South Lake Tower. Uh, mm-hmm. Heavy Harvey Casino and Harris Casino. That's probably the biggest in South Lake Tahoe. So I had one location in Harris Casino mm-hmm. uh, down uh, first floor where the uh, all the customer that walks through entrance and you know to the casino. Doing I'd imagine. Great. I'd imagine that one's twenty four hour, huh? That's because that's uh, that was twenty four hour. Yeah, yes. because all the people coming in and out. Right, exactly. I think we just only pick up the people that losing money, that no money to go to uh, 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 sit down in a restaurant. They end up with the uh, <laughs> in donut. And people who coffee. lost it all, they have no choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think, you know, can you imagine? I mean, you know, we busy, really busy. They're telling me the day that we really busy, that's mean a lot of people losing money. They lost <laughs> all of them. So when they're making money, the day that's slow, they must be the customer. I mean, most of the people that make a lot of money. Yeah, we, uh, I operate for store. I think I bring uh, people from Long Beach, from uh, Los Angeles and then uh, to operate that store, I list that store to them, but I think it didn't work well at all because people gamble. I think they learn how to gamble really, really fast. Only take about a month or two, mm-hmm. then they forgot the job. That mm-hmm. and this was the first time you opened a donut shop that was like close to casinos. Yes, that's because the first time. Every time you've just kind of been, you know, either freestanding or somewhere in a shopping center or something or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. So, uh, so then what happened? I tried two or three family. Didn't work. Didn't work. It doesn't matter what uh, the guy never know what's his uh, a blackjack or slot machine, but when you move them up there, only take two months, three months, the most that they did it good. And then, you know, after then, they spend most of the time in, in, inside the casino. Mm. So I, I had a tough time. Uh, and uh, I had to, I had to took the shop back, the business back, run it myself for about six months. It, it was brutal. I mean, you know, by, you know, one person to run three shop. It, it, it was it was hard. It By was yourself, tough. Yeah, baking. and then baking, and then, well, of course, I we we I hire a lot of people, but I think uh, somebody calls sick, somebody you know, it's always always something. Right, right. So uh, I couldn't handle that business anymore because it's too tired, and couldn't find a lot of people want to you know lease the shop, but. I know that's not going to work because I tried three family already. Mm-hmm. So I decided to, to sell it. Uh, the guy that I bought the shop from in called City of Surrey and... Uh, Turlock. Turlock. Mm-hmm. It's called Donut Factory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donut he, Factory in Turlock and Donut Factory in, in Surrey. Surrey. Okay. Yeah. So I bought that shop, him. So then I reached... One day I called him up. I said, hey, you want to buy the shop? I can make a really, really deal for you. So he ended up move up there and run the shop uh, for about, I don't know, about two years. About two years. I 
didn't know what happened and he might be just gambled too. Mm-hmm. So he lost the family too. I think, you know, he divorced, he got up a divorce and all of that. And, you know, he never, he did pay me a few months on the, uh, you know, uh, on the note. What is a it? Payment. What is it? Payments. Payment. Yeah. Yeah. Payments. Monthly for, payments. For, for, for 60 months. Okay. Yeah. So I got the payment only three months, three, four months, and then he disappeared. quit. Yeah. You know, he quit the, the payment and then he still continued to run the business. But then uh, I asked him and kept asking him two years later. And then he, he shut down. I think he shut down the, the shop. All the shops. All the shop. Oh, yeah. He shut, shut down all the shops. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was the bad decision to put the business inside casino or close to, uh, close to the casino. Mm-hmm. That's when you learn that that's not a that's good idea. That's how I learned. It's a big lesson. But I learned quite a bit from people. I think, you know, people low gamble, I believe. Sometimes I did too, you know, but I just... Don't let it control you. Control you, you just need to control yourself. Right, right. So you stopped at South Lake Tahoe then? I stopped, completely stopped in South Lake Tahoe. Uh, moved back home uh, for, uh, uh, I believe, a month, a month and a half, or two months. And then... Um, home in Southern California. So after you came home... Um, what was your next plan? And then I'm thinking about our state. Go after the uh, corporation that get rid of all the uh, property when they don't need it. So I just want to pick up that property, convert it to uh, to a donut shop. Mm-hmm. So at that time, uh, Church of Fried Chicken Corporation, based in San Antonio, Texas. Mm-hmm. It was shutting down about uh, 600 locations nationwide. So you can pick up the uh, property. So I went to, 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 to Texas, to San Antonio, uh, to uh, Church's Corporation. Headquarters. Headquarters. So is, is that easier to pick it up from a restaurant location like Church's where they already have a hood and everything like that? What's the benefit of, of getting it? You know, or it's main- cheap? Well, the, the, the whole main idea, it's just like you're renting a house because most of the shop that I open is leased from the, you know, shopping center, leased, never own any real estate. I see. So I think if you get a chance that you're able to own a real estate, uh, it's a benefit because you, you own a real estate, you pay your own rent. And you would have... You would have, when you were going up the 99, you would have bought it, but you didn't have the cash at the time? Well, I think the cash too, and plus, uh, never process. have an idea because, you know, if you bought the property, it used a lot of money, then you cannot expand it fast. I see, yeah. Uh, because, you know, it's going to be... Take time. Take time, and plus, you know, when you use, you buy the uh, real estate, it's probably three, four hundred or half a million dollars each location. Exactly. But yeah. when you lease from somebody, you're probably going to spend only maybe $100,000 to just open it. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. maybe $150,000. Because you were thinking about just growing fast. Just growing fast, yeah, because at that time, it's a lot of people looking for donut shop. Right. You're just trying to get in, get out, keep moving, keep, keep moving. moving. Yeah. yeah. 
So, but you looked at this opportunity about Church's Fried Chicken closing down and you thought, okay, maybe this might be a time that we can actually purchase. Yeah. Because it's cheap. Yeah. Cheaper. Cheaper. Because they're closing. Right. Yeah. At the same time, Winchill Donut Shop is put in the market too. They want to sell the whole corporation. That's for all the locations. For all the Winchill locations. Again, this is one of those times where you kind of sit there and you just think about the last time that you went to like a fast food chain or something like that. And if you ever had looked at those buildings and was like, you know what? I don't have a whole lot of money. I'm going to try to buy all of these (laughs) locations and turn them into donut shops. I mean, this kind of ambition that I feel like my father had was just like crazy, crazy, crazy. I think maybe because as he said, he just loved it. He loved entrepreneurship. He loved forging his way and getting new deals. He must have had because um, I don't know if that's really normal thinking. Wow. Yeah. Well, then. I went to uh, San head- Antonio, mm-hmm, the headquarters, headquarter, and then talked to the corporate that, you know, and then they sent me to talk to the uh, the real estate department, and then you know, they gave me all the locations. So I found uh, interesting in East Coast. I thought you know East Coast probably it makes sense because my uncle live in Philadelphia, and then you know, my nephew and niece all live in Philadelphia. They want to open donut shop too. Okay. So I pick up two locations in Philadelphia. I mean, this is a real estate, this freestanding building. It mm-hmm. used to be a church's fried chicken. Mm-hmm. One in New Jersey. So pick up three locations, converted to, uh, to a donut shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I have to sign the uh, agreement that I cannot sell fried chicken more than I believe with 20%. I still able to sell fried chicken in that loca- the location that we buy from church, mm-hmm. but only up to 20%. Of your so, menu? Yes. Let me see. Yeah. I see. So we converted to, uh, to a donut shop. So taking this back here a little bit, you know, you scaled all of California. You went all the way up from Southern to Northern. And then after that, you still feel like you didn't have enough? Uh, maybe the energy at that time because I see the opportunity so big. So, I mean, why not? I was young. I'm 20-some years old, 30, mm-hmm. maybe early 30. And uh, 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 well, uh, if you're asking me now, yes, it's completely different. But I was only 30 years old. So I just want to chase my dream. Uh, my dream was... Uh, I want to push myself as far as I can go. And I don't have a big degree. I don't have any education for me. It's just very, very minimal, you know. And I can uh, only think that I can change my lifestyle. I can have to really, really watch and learn on the street and chase it. And, you know, if you see the opportunity, you just jump on it. And plus, at that time, the financial, I have money to, to do it. So, and then after Philadelphia, 
we opened Philadelphia. And, and how many stores did you have in Philadelphia? Philadelphia, we have one, two, three, four, five. Five in Philadelphia. But later on, Uncle continued to spread. Uh, I think he owned about maybe eight, uh, I mean, seven or eight donut shop in mm, Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah. So he did very well. He did very well up until today. Right. Then I finished Philadelphia and then I still continue uh, contact church. And then I'm thinking about because I was uh, in San Antonio a few times, I kind of like it. So I bought, uh, I bought one uh, properties in uh, Houston. Because I saw called Sipley Donut did really really well, Sipley. It's uh, a chain. No, it it was uh, I it was believe a it was a family family uh, owned at that time. But now I think it's it, it's huge. Now it's all over Texas and plus uh, maybe a couple more states uh, that they operate. Uh, so I saw it. I said, oh my God! I mean, this is uh, this is great. So I bought one property and converted it was a, it was a fried chicken. When when you kind of explain all this, it's it almost makes me feel like how did you even get in contact with churches from the beginning to like I did uh, just like I did in the first uh you know shop that I bought donut shop from Bob Burton. Yeah. I I always I always talking to people. Uh, at that time, is no 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 internet. Right. No, I believe I remember f- the first cell phone I bought. God, you know, it's a big giant. <laughs> you know, heavy. I I just keep uh, talking to people and try to learn and then talk to the broker and then they explain to me and. They didn't they know the way, you know, how to get the information, mm-hmm. of course. And I mean, that's, that's their job. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that's how uh, it happened in Texas. So we bought that, converted, and now I'm, I, I was stuck. Couldn't find maker. It's tough. It's not, it's not too many Cambodians in Texas at that. Well, they probably do, but I... You have no connection. Right. Not like Philadelphia where you had uncle. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I end up one store and then I pull out. I see. I, I pull, see. completely pull out. But I train a few Cambodian uh, people. Now, they, today, they own a lot of stores in Houston, in Texas, and all that. It's a booming mm. donut shop in the uh, in, in state of the Texas. Wow. So, you dabbled in Philadelphia. You dabbled in Texas. And Texas didn't really work out, so you moved back home? Moved back home. Uh, moved back home and relaxed a little bit. And then I'm chasing the windshield donut shop. Mm. Windshield's now, locations. Yeah. And then we tried to put it together with Tech Nungoy. The Donut King, yes. So I did talk to him. I said, why don't we join together, see if we can, you know, uh, buy the windshield okay. corporation. Hmm. 30, 34000000 34.5 million. So he said, yeah, yeah. And then I, I laid it out. I said, you know, if it's 900 store, we can, we just go ahead and tie down the, uh, you know, open escrow for 90 days. And then we sell only 30% of the location. We can probably raise up close to 30 some million dollars. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even we sell half of that. So 
Yeah, he did agree, but I think you know we we went in and then they agree to at least fifteen million fifteen million dollar down, and then they close in you know uh, six months. That's what we tried to do to be safe. Mm. I think they did agree because nobody really offered them. But then it just about a week or two, with somebody from Canada, big rich from Canada, just. Offer them cash. Oh wow! They're not gonna. They're not gonna refuse that because right. you're not gonna go ahead and you know close and and and, and you know right. uh, six months and wait for your money to pay off. So right. they just took that deal. So after the uh, you know the um, this guy took the deal and then close escrow. Now they break piece by piece and sell it. So I mean, this guy from Canada didn't care about the the donut business. They only care about just Money. break it. No, buy the corporation, sell the real estate, or sell the location to somebody. Else. And then it was good enough that that time because you know Pizza Hut was only sit down, not I mean take out too, but not delivery. Mm. Domino always take out. And delivery, mm-hmm. you know, and delivery is not that much, but there's a lot of takeout. Just they just need a small, small space to operate. Operate. Mm-hmm. So windshield location is just perfect, perfect for them. Domino's only Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut, that the one that really want to like take Domino's. Out. Yeah, yeah, just like Domino. Yeah, so they compete with Domino. I see. I see. So then Pizza Hut deal with this guy here they said okay i wonder all in california location i want all so they bought like i mean with two 200 at that time location from mm-hmm. this guy pay a lot of money but some of the locate they cannot just pick and choose they said okay you want riverside county you want orange county you have to take them all you cannot pick and choose mm-hmm. so pizza hut took it it's fine but some of the location of the windshield is very next door to Pizza Hut. Mm. What are they going to do? They cannot do like, you know. Two Pizza Huts in one place. Two Pizza Huts in, you know, yeah. like, like one block. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got a chance. I said, oh, this is great. So I'm going to go. And then I went to Chase, you know, to Pizza Hut. I said, the location that you don't like because it's still good business. They don't care. Mm-hmm. They just want to sell you the building. Right. They just want this, the, the building. They're not selling you the business. Because they don't have use for it. No. Yeah. No, they're not interested in their own business. So, so like the Liverside uh, 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 building, I mean, you know, I, I got about three or four from them. Good business. Donuts Good locations. Are, location is okay. Mm-hmm. But they just give you... Business free. They're mm-hmm. not charging it. You just buy. You just you, you you just buy the building. So then I got to deal with Pizza Hut and Pizza Hut. Yeah, hey, but you gotta have to pay cash. So pay cash and sell the business and at least the building. I sell the business almost. Some locations almost pay off the building. I mean, it's the same. It's the same price as the building. The building. At that time, it's only 200, 300. So you were buying windshields, actually. I buy, yeah, I buying windshield location through Pizza Hut. Right. Yes. Donut shop, it's the donut, donut shop. shop. Yeah. You're not convert anything. You mm-hmm. just, then you don't have to do 
anything at all. Mm-hmm. You just change the name. That's you it. cannot use Windchill Donut. You change some, something else. Right. Continue to operate as the uh, donut shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is why maybe some people driving around in Southern California, maybe they see a donut shop that looks like a Windchills. Yes. But they change the name. They change the name. That's why it is. Uh, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. hope you guys enjoyed that episode. It was a lot compacted into one. It was a lot of explaining just Robert's continual rat race of a journey from going to Bakersfield, owning like 18 food trucks, then climbing to South Lake Tahoe, then trying to buy like all the churches, chickens locations and expanding like national. And then then trying to buy windchills to like gain all of the freaking real estate in California for that. I mean, it's just wild. Like, I mean, sitting here listening to my father, it's like, oh my gosh, you're just making me tired listening to this. It also makes me feel like, gosh, what drive? Like such admiration for the type of drive that he has. I mean, my dad has always been the hardest working man in the room that I've always felt like, but sitting here and listening to him explain one by one by one by one. It's just, it's really eye-opening and revealing for me. Um, But anyways, I hope you guys did really enjoy that. Till next time, till next week, enjoy your 4th of July weekend. I will see you guys soon.